Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome to the show. It's 9.09 on a Monday the 13th. Not superstitious, are you? Uh, and uh, I'm Andy Griffin, live from the Dixie Chiropractic Studios. Thanks for tuning in. And Jack Lancaster joins me on this lovely Monday morning. Good Hi, morning. Welcome back to the country. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. Jack has been on the road. Good to be back on American soil. One of the advantages to being married, uh, Jack is married to uh, a native Mexican lady. And uh, you, when you go to Mexico, you have... Uh, a little inn, you yeah. have a translator, you yeah. have someone that kind of knows their way around. Yeah. I mean, that, that is pretty cool, huh? That's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool to have have that. Well, of course, she's she's fun to be with, too, so oh, that's even that better. Yeah. And beautiful. <laughs> Hell and yeah. Beautiful. So uh, anyway, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming on, the, on the program today. Uh, day after the Super Bowl, I've been calling it the Detsma Day today, day after the Super Bowl. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had... It was weird. I had a couple of my friends say, I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. I don't care about the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. It, it holds no interest to me. And yeah. I'm like, why? And they said, well, I don't like the Chiefs or the Eagles. I'm like, oh, that's to me, that's beside the point. I mean, yeah. the Super Bowl is a spectacle. It's just, yeah. it, it, it almost doesn't matter who's in it. Now, of course, if you have your team in the game, that's that, you know, that, right. that elevates it. But right. It, it almost doesn't matter who's in the game. It's yeah. it's the spectacle of the thing, the halftime show, the commercials, the, yeah. everything about it is pretty spectacular. Yeah, so. it's, it was. Uh, it's an event. My wife and I watched it. We sat down. I said, "Let's watch the game. Let's uh, let's be part of this experience." Because you know, and and I don't have a dog in the fight either, so yeah. it was fun. But it was a great it was a great game. I enjoyed well, it. And that's the other thing. I told one of my friends. I, I, said, t- I picked a side, so that made it funner. I, I told my friend. I said. Um, it's a shame you didn't watch it because you missed a pretty good football game. Yeah, it was game. actually a really good football game. <laughs> One, you know, Philadelphia up by 10 at the half uh-huh. and then up yeah. up six late and and then an eight-point lead for Kansas City and a two-point conversion. I mean, uh-huh. it was just a good game. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of storylines in that game uh-huh. that, uh, that came out. You know, uh, my wife got a kick out of the two brothers. Kelsey you brothers, know, yeah. Uh, on each side. Travis and, and Jason, yeah. yeah. And then their mother wearing the uh, yeah. senior outfit. Had, I wonder how much that cost. Right? I don't know. Because you've got two sons in the NFL. <laughs> you don't have to worry about matter. money. <laughs> they're making probably, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't have their salaries in front of me, but they're probably making somewhere in the neighborhood of $20 million each oh, yeah. a year. Yeah. So, well, that one tied in. He kept getting open. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. for Kansas, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that was awesome. So it was uh, fun to watch that. And I kept telling my wife because we watched the World World Cup, you know, because she's Mexican, right? Yeah. And you know the what the 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 U.S. and uh, England ended in a tie, and the, then there was a Mexican game towards the end. They ended in a tie. And I'm like, mm. Why are we even playing games that end in ties? Yeah. And I kept telling her, honey. Tell me why this is this is a much better game than soccer. <laughs> you know, did, did, were you able to convert her? Did she uh, you know her? she's got this argument that most of the world loves soccer. <laughs> yeah, I guess okay. There, I, I still, I guess on the world front, there's more soccer fans than there are football fans. I suppose that's true. But. I agree, but I still don't. I mean, when it a zero zero tie, you know. Yeah, what's the point uh, of playing yeah. the game? I mean, yeah. We'll just yeah, we'll just write it up as a tie in advance and yeah. not play. Yeah. yeah. 
So I don't know. But it was a beautiful, uh, um, you know, I love the spectacle. You're right. It is a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Um, my beautiful wife, she's amazing. The, 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 uh, 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 the, the beginning when they did the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, she's a new citizen. Yeah. So she stands up. She puts her hand over her heart. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it brings tears to my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did. You know, I, I'm not a country music fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, he's amazing, I, I couldn't have told you who Chris Stapleton was before the game. I just oh, knew he was should, a country guy. But You should listen. He's well, no, I, I will. But yeah. uh, let me get to my point. Uh, when he came out and he yeah. had, and they, they kind of did the preview for him, and then he came out and he had a big, long beard and a long hair, and I'm just like, oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be... Uh, ultra redneck, and I, I I like old school country music, uh, George Strait, Alabama, uh-huh. that kind of yeah. stuff. But but I haven't followed country music for twenty years. Yeah. And so when he came out, I thought uh, this this is not going to be good. It was good. Oh it yeah, was really really. That guy good. is that guy's a talent. It, it was it was understated too. It wasn't. You know, so often we have these national anthems with these vocal gymnastics. You know, yeah, people trying off. to show off and mm-hmm. show how good they can sing and how many notes they can hit and stuff. And it wasn't about that. This was about the feel of America, yeah. of the country. And, and yeah, uh, yeah great, great job by you know, Chris They did Stable a great day. job. And, and the whole production was awesome. And, yeah. I, and actually, I don't know if you saw Babyface do America's Beautiful before that. Oh, I, I didn't see did, that. I thought he did a really fine job. You know, I I don't like all these acronyms with these <clears throat> rap artists and stuff like that, but Babyface went out there and sang it, and he sang it right, and he sang it well. Oh, good. So good. I'll have to check that out on YouTube. Also, also played part. guitar, he, yeah, oh, just good. like Chris Stapleton. Uh-huh. So did did a really nice job, and, and not a fit, not a fan of the halftime show. And you and I probably well, you know, I've seen bit. worse. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I saw the one where we. We saw a little more of Janet Jackson we got than we were prepared mm-hmm. for. Yeah. That was a few years ago. But uh, my wife actually said, first of all, would you get up on those platforms that, 80 that feet was, above the field? I didn't see any safety lines on no, her. Well, she did have something. In the first part, she had something attached to her, oh, okay. a safety line. But I don't know that that continued on yeah. because she came to the ground and then, and then got me. I don't know. It was a little bit scary. I wouldn't do that. Uh, but my wife was super proud of herself she said hey she looks pregnant i'm like nah i kept telling that yeah she looked pregnant and and sure enough within five minutes after the show was over there were all kinds of stories online about how she actually is in fact pregnant with her second so yeah did not know that yeah i didn't i didn't know who she was i mean it was like okay we'll see oh okay that kind of sounds familiar i don't know but you really? Know, old old <laughs> I white guy. I, don't I didn't know. know any of the songs at all. <laughs> so, but uh, I was. I've got three daughters that are in their night in their uh, twenty. Yeah. You know, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, I have to know that kind of stuff once in a while. Some yeah. Of that. Yeah. I have uh, I have a daughter, by the way, who is uh, nineteen, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know how she does this. We'll be listening to the radio, right? A song will come on. She knows every word. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if the song is from 1982 by the Eagles right. or a song is from 2022 by Rihanna. Uh-huh. She knows all the words. Yeah. I don't know how she yeah. does that. Yeah. So it's impressive. Uh, anyway, yeah, Super Bowl, I think it was a great game. I had a lot of fun. I did prefer that the Chiefs won, so I was happy about that. Yep. I'm sure uh, Eagles fans are heartbroken as they uh, were trying to read a story about their rioting in Philadelphia. Oh, because they lost, and I, I, uh, that's the reasoning behind it. But I'm like, well, they would have righted it if they would have won too. So make a of sense, uh, Philadelphia. Well, yeah. that one call, that holding call, you know, towards the end, uh, that uh, uh, put uh, Kansas City in, in scoring position. 
a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was con- it was some controversy. I remember. I don't know. If you, you, you caught that one, right? And yeah. And the the the, the play by play guy was saying, well, you know, let the guys play the game, and it wasn't that big of a hold and you know it could have gone either way i guess um but you know i gotta hand it to kansas city you know they scored on every possession in the second half yeah you know they came back score you know they came back and they asked uh, pat mahomes about that patrick mahomes Mm -hmm. and he said uh, we basically went in the locker room and said you know what the first half wasn't fun he says football is a a game let's Uh go out and have fun and soak in the moment right and do what we do and that's what they did it was awesome yeah so uh, congratulations again to Kansas City, and Pat Mahomes was named MVP, even yep. though he passed for less than 200 yards. He did have three touchdowns and had that really nice scramble on that last drive. Uh, yeah, he didn't have any turnovers, didn't throw any picks. Uh, unfortunately for Hertz, uh, you know, he fumbled the ball for a touchdown for the other yeah, team. Yeah, that, so, that was a game changer. That was a game changer, yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask you about... Uh, the couple of commercials. One of them was one that was it was very bizarre moment in the, in in in, uh, in television history. I think okay because we're sitting there watching the game and they come back to uh, the Burkhart and uh, Greg Olson, the, the the commentators, yeah, and say, "Hey, what do you think of the game so far?" And they start talking, and all of a sudden it changes channels. I don't know if you were there. It, it, it's you know it was like somebody had hijacked everybody's remote. Okay. And it started playing, and then it went to whatever they were pretty UB or Tubi or whatever their their, oh, uh-huh. their web thing is. Yeah. And uh, I honestly, I was like, "Who took my remote? What is going? Am I sitting on it? What, <laughs> what's happening here?" And I was reading online. There are a lot of people that had the same reaction. Like, "What's going on? Who's messing with the remote?" Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, I guess, in a way, it was genius because yeah. it got us all to sit up and sure. take notice. But in another way, it's almost unethical. It's like it's it's a betrayal of us. Yeah, uh, you know, because because it got us all thinking something was wrong. I, you know, I missed so, that one. Did you? Okay. Yeah, you're talking. You're telling me about it. And I it don't was yeah, it was fourth it. quarter. Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe end of the third, early fourth quarter, and it it, it looked like somebody had changed the channel. Wow, like, like off of the game, like they were <laughs> coming back to talk about the game, and all of a sudden somebody had changed the channel. Oh and, wow. Uh, yeah, wow. I, I, that's I, actually I, pretty brilliant when you think about it. It's, it's very it, brilliant. It's, what was it? Who was the ad for? Was it Tubi or something like that? Tubi, I think is it. Yeah, yeah. yeah one, okay. of, one of those channels that uh-huh. you can uh, you know stream your favorite shows sure. on or whatever. And uh, like I said, I felt number one, it was brilliant. You're right. Number two, though, I kind of felt a little bit. It's a little screwy that they would do that to everyone in the country at the same time. You know, I I was in the advertising game for a lot of years here. Yes, you were. And uh, what you want, what you want to accomplish as an advertiser, is to have your folk, have people talking about your talking about you mm-hmm. the next day. Were there any others that you noticed? That oh you yeah, there was about? a couple. I, I uh, the the it was a. It was a beer commercial, and it was the old Caddyshack kind of a rerun thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With, the, with the golfers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was one uh, beer commercial, and it was two two light beers fighting it out over who was better. Uh-huh. And in the end, they're like, no, no, this one's actually better than both of them. And so the whole commercial wasn't even anything about, like, bloom beer or whatever. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Some, some, But all they did was at the very end said, no, actually, ours is better than both of them and stuck that in the front of the camera. It's a weird commercial. <laughs> Advertise the other guys. and Yeah. Um, there, the one that, there was a couple other ones I thought was kind of cute. There was one where uh, Rockstar, you know, uh, oh, it yeah. had Ozzy Osbourne in it. It had That's the guy right. from Kiss. Yeah. Um, you know, quit calling Gene yourselves Simmons or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't Gene. It was Peter. It was um, the guy with the star in his eye. 
I, um, I wasn't that into Kiss. I don't know which one is I which. I can't think of the guy's name right now. Anyway, Ace Freely. Ace Freely, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, lucky guess. Yeah, so quit calling each other a rock star when you're not a rock That's star. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ozzy's in the yeah, in the I'm, office. And, uh, I'm Oswald. My name is Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny stuff. That was funny. And so, then there was the last one that I that thought was funny was uh, John Travolta and the two guys from the TV show oh, uh, Scrubs yeah, singing the, was, the, yeah, the music was, from uh, yeah, uh, uh, Greece. Greece. Yeah. <laughs> Summer love. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That was awful. That was terrible. That and was yet, <laughs> and yet, here we are talking about yeah. it the next day. Right? But it was, it was good. Isn't um, that the goal? <laughs> yeah. One other thing I noticed was that, that there is a theme. There was a running theme in the sh- in the commercials. I don't know if you picked up on it. At least what I picked up on. Okay. Was that there was all these um, movie stars, all these famous celebrities in these commercials, um, and it got me thinking about a a thing. You know they're not doing a lot of movies anymore that are these mid movies. They're they're either blockbusters or there's these little indies, mm-hmm. independents. And you don't have a lot of in between movies anymore. Mid section's going away. Yeah, right? yeah. I noticed Affleck was working at Taco Bell. So right there no, you are. No, there's Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry, Dunkin' Donuts. Well, okay, yeah. yeah, but in the drive through. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then there was that one. There was, uh, uh, of course, all the rock stars in the other one. I think there was. Um, Oh, there was three or four others where there was uh, people I was supposed to to know in there, um, and uh, yeah. uh, I I I'm wondering if these guys are you know if their if their rates are really cheap right now so they can uh, <laughs> of course who knows you know they put a lot of money in these productions and there's that's a lot of air, that's a lot of money for that airtime too so but I just noticed a lot of celebrities and everything uh, what's her name the Skechers Snoop Dogg and uh, oh Martha Stewart Martha Stewart yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, one of the one of the commercials actually ran one in each half. It was uh, about Jesus. It was uh, Jesus is about us. You know, they would oh, take the okay. U.S. Jesus us and and uh, a, and there was there was no they weren't trying to sell something. Uh-huh. They weren't trying to market market a, a product. It was just about about you know getting closer to Jesus and oh. and uh, they were interesting commercials. One of them showed a bunch of pictures of pictures of hate throughout the years uh you know like 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 uh, the civil rights movement and the, the hateful thing you know uh, the ku klux Klan, yeah. and it said believe it or not jesus loved even those that we hated yeah and uh i thought it was pretty poignant that's uh, cool do you do you how do you feel about having religion mixed in with such a secular thing as as the super bowl i think a, re- a religious uh, a group of religious people or a church possibly have every right as anybody else to buy ads on the super bowl Absolutely. It's a free. It's a free country. It's freedom of speech. It's a lot of tithing, though. That's a lot of money. Six million dollars per thirty seconds. Yeah, but you know, you're you're you, you've got the biggest audience on the planet at that that, that moment in time. You know, in marketing, yeah. you know, it's reach versus reach and frequency is what you want to try to get. And uh, you don't buy a lot of frequency, but you do buy a ton of reach. And um, um, somebody was asking, by the way, about the Utah Tech commercial after yeah, I saw the game that. was over. Yeah. Uh, now. One of the things that they do is they parse out. So you have every station has like a local section they mm-hmm. can sell local commercials yeah. to. So Utah Tech didn't pay six million dollars for thirty no, seconds. No, they, they bought the, the Utah but they, rate, but it was more expensive sure, locally, absolutely. but not the six million expensive. Right. I did not. I turned it off after the game was over. I didn't see it. Yeah. How, how was the was it, was it well good, done? It was well done, Ed. Yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah, it started out Dixie uh, Dixie State University is now Utah Tech. And and then it and then it had these split screens of uh, uh, somebody doing something athletic on the left side and somebody doing something medical on the right, 
and they were they were like it was it was a well done ad. Oh, good. You know, good. Um, other than you know my uh, aversion to the new name and the fact that we have to go there. Um, that being aside, I thought it was a well produced ad. I think it represented us well that way. I had heard they were doing notwithstanding one, the name, and I heard it was going to be in like the third or fourth quarter. So when when the game ended and I hadn't seen one, I was like, well, I guess I don't know something happened and didn't work. It or... came up right after the the game. They they left the game ending, you know, peace before they went to the post game. Huh. It was in that break. So right when the Disneyland commercial was usually, I'm going to Disneyland. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was right right, right after the game. Pretty good timing. Yeah, it was a really good spot to put it. Yeah, pretty good timing. By uh, the way, uh, Michael Michael uh, texted me and reminded me. I saw this story too last night. The guy that got called for the holding on that last drive uh-huh. actually admitted. He said, "Yeah, I held him." Oh, he did. So that okay. softens the blow a little bit. A little I guess. bit. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. admitted to it. So, but you know, the, the thing is, is is. Uh, um, if you're if you're the Eagles' defense, you allowed scoring on every possession in that second half of your opponent's team. That's right. You had to make some stops. If you'd have made some stops, then that 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 call wouldn't have been that big a deal. That's right. Good point. You know? Good point. And and every coach will tell you, even Coach Groshaw, who had a love hate thing with kickers over the years, <laughs> he'll tell you that you know you can't blame the whole game on a guy missing a kick or a guy getting a holding penalty right. because. There were, you know, how many plays were there? 180 right. plays in a game, 90 yeah. on each side, uh-huh. and somebody didn't make a play on the other 189 yeah, you, plays or 79 plays or right. whatever. Your so. average has to come out to be better than the other team. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I'm sure Jalen Hurts right now, so, you know, he, he. I think he tied a record with most yards produced by one man oh, in, in a game. Oh, my goodness. All those uh, quarterback sure he'd, sneaks. He'd trade all those in for yeah. that, you know, that fumble that yeah. he, was picked up by Kansas City and ran right. for a touchdown if he could get rid of that. So. Yeah. You know, it was a good game. Like I said, there were so many different storylines. You know, and Hurts doing all those quarterback sneaks for all those short yard gains, all those rushing yards he did. Um, it was a fun game to watch. It was a lot more high-scoring game than I anticipated it was going to be. Yeah. I, I found that Super Bowls tend to be lower-scoring games. It seems like it's a very defensive game, you know. Uh, but uh, but this was fun to watch. This was definitely, a, uh, for me, it was one of the better ones. I'm going to read. Uh, I want to get your reaction to this. Uh, we have weather coming up in a few minutes, but mm-hmm. I want to read this real quickly to you. And again, thank you, Michael, for sending me the link. I actually have it up here on the screen too on my computer, but uh, this is easier. Uh, this is a story on Fox News. Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, our favorite, oh, yeah. uh, said Sunday she did not believe Jesus would support Super Bowl commercials that she claims make fascism look benign. The Christian group He he Gets Us reportedly spent $20 million on two Super Bowl advertisements that showed Jesus as someone with empathy for immigrants and the poor who was also tired of the division of politics. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez wrote in a tweet, Something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism look benign. The advertising campaign is funded in part by the family behind Hobby Lobby, as well as Christian groups and other anonymous donors. Your thoughts? Um, she needs to read, read the Bible. Yeah. She needs to read the New Testament. She needs to read where... Um, I, I always have a hard time understanding people who thinks that someone in history would do this or do that. Hmm. You know, I think we would we might all be shocked what Jesus would say. And, and uh, uh, I, I would never presuppose to put myself into the place of speaking for that person, for that person. Not person, but for that, for, 
for Jesus. I just wouldn't yeah. do that. I, I, I agree. Uh, Jesus commanded us to love everyone. Mm-hmm. That's it. Period. There, period. there is no asterisk. The there's no follow-up to that. You know, you look uh, at the uh, Amish, and uh, uh, there were some murders in the Amish community a few years back. And the Amish said, we need to turn the other cheek, and we need to learn to forgive. And uh, for the murderers. And it's hard I don't to do, remember. Right? And I remember the some of the first presidency of the church said that's how you become. A, that's how a Christian should act. Hmm. Very so, good, very good. But I, I just say read the Bible. It was uh, by the way uh, a deadly weekend in southern Utah. Uh-huh. Uh, a wrong way driver. I don't know if you heard this story. A wrong way driver got on in Leeds, mm-hmm. heading south in the northbound yeah. lane. Yeah. The to me the amazing part five miles they went five miles from exit twenty seven to milepost twenty two without hitting anybody. The sad ending to the story though was at milepost twenty two the wrong way driver hit someone who was driving on the correct side of the freeway in the correct direction and instantly killed both the wrong way driver and the innocent mm-hmm. driver. Uh, but uh, yeah, d- deadly there. Uh, there was a house fire in Leverk, and fortunately nobody died there. Yeah. And then the story maybe that's hard to believe more than any others, Jack, I don't even understand this. A 14-year-old boy shot and killed a 17-year-old, and they haven't caught the boy yet. Uh, he's seemingly a, I mean, you want to talk white privilege and all that, this is an average Utah American white boy named Caden Christensen. And uh, he's on the loose right now, and they consider him armed and dangerous, and pu- the public is not to approach this boy. Can you imagine a 14-year-old boy murdering somebody? Yeah. That's, uh, uh, yeah. No, I can't imagine. There there were, I don't know if, I won't say everyone got bullied, but most people got bullied in one way or another at some point in sure. school. Yeah. Uh, whether it's a freshman being picked on by a senior or... You know, the little kid getting picked on by the big kid. I actually had one kid want to fight me really badly in high school. And I said, why do you want to fight me? What did I ever do to you? And he said, well, you're the biggest guy in camp- on campus, so I want to fight you. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense to me. I don't understand that. And we actually became good friends after yeah. that. We never did fight, but, uh, you know... T- I think we've all been bullied in one way was or another. The, was the kid fighting back? At the was he being bullied by the well, other kid? I don't, kid I don't know. Killed? We don't know the rest of the story, oh. but uh, I'm trying to figure out if there's any way that, in a warp, any warped way, we could justify a 14 year old shooting someone uh, three years older than you. I don't know. I, without knowing, you know, yeah, anything, it just seems. I don't know. Yeah. There's some other news this weekend we'll get to in a minute. We're going to get Jack's take on the uh, UAPs or the UFOs. Oh, my gosh. I, my, my conspiracy antenna is up on, <laughs> on and in flames on this one. All right. Well, I tell you what, I am. I think there's something going on, buddy. All right. We'll get his theory on things, four of them, being shot down in the last yeah. week. Flying yeah, over things. the United Things, yes. We'll, yeah, they're calling them objects. Objects. We'll, they're we'll, calling them... We'll be right yeah. back and get Jack's take. Stay with us. <laughs> Compelling guests, hot topics, the latest news. Always on the Andy Griffin Show. Is there a juicy part in it for me? Right here on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU. Southern Utah's news talk leader. Hey, welcome back. I'm Andy here with Jack Lancaster today. We're talking uh, some of the uh, interesting news items that have happened over the next over the last 48 hours or so. Uh, real quick, I want to mention the 14-year-old that 
murdered a 17-year-old, at least is accused of it, uh, is it was in Salt Lake. It was downtown Salt oh, Lake, not down eh, 16, 16th West or something, but it was in Salt Lake. Uh, the reason I bring it up is just because they don't know where he's gone. And he could very easily be in an I-15 quarter. He could very easily be in, in Provo and Payson and Nephi and Fillmore and Beaver in St. George. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, just, just to keep that in mind. Andy, so, yeah. you forgot my music. Oh, I did forget your music. <laughs> That's oh, okay. Oh, man. I mean, you're the one that told me I should. I know, yeah. yeah. You should have You should have. Uh, uh, well, you, you reminded me. I, I just reminded I, myself. <laughs> I, yeah. I actually thought about it at about uh, 6.30 this morning. Okay. Uh, but between 6.30 and 9, yeah. I had a lot, a lot going, going on. on. Yeah. and didn't think about it again, but I will see, if I, can, right. see if I can find that. That's well. okay. Well, you give me your take on what the heck is going on well, with these, flying objects these, everywhere. Uh, well, okay, so the first one was a balloon, and everybody calls it a balloon, and they shot it down. Yeah. They and waited. they had pictures of it. That's the thing. They had to call it a balloon because if somebody, you know, civilians took pictures of it. But my conspiracy radar is off the chart. And I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I'll tell you what. This thing is uh, driving me crazy because everybody's calling them um, objects. The military is calling them objects. Fox News is calling them objects. Mm-hmm. CNN is calling it um, somehow Trump's fault. No, I'm serious. <laughs> of course. No, I'm, I'm, flying, Trump? I'm flying back from uh, Mexico uh, Saturday afternoon. And on Southwest, I've got this app where I can watch live TV. All right? Okay. I'm flipping back and forth between Fox News and CNN. Fox News is talking about Trump and the documents. And and I'm sorry, CNN's talking about Fox um, Trump and the documents, and Fox News talking about how we just shot down another object over Lake Huron. Yeah. And CNN's talking about Trump's documents. Anyway, they're calling them objects. All right. They shot one over Alaska. The next right. day they shot one over uh, Canadian airspace in the Yukon. Right. And then the next day they shot one over, Lake, yesterday, Lake, Lake Huron. Lake Huron over okay. in the Great Lake. All right. Yeah. They're, they're unidentified objects. What's the word they're missing between unidentified and objects describing something that's 20,000 feet in the air? What is it doing up there? It's It's flying. flying. Yes. Okay. So they're shooting down UFOs, three of them. Well, they they like to call them AEPs, aerial, uh, no, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Well, no, they're not a UAP. That's what the, well, that's what the Air Force calls what we would call a flying, or UFO. Well, it's unidentified and it's aerial. Okay. But yeah, but they're not calling them balloons. No. What? And in fact, there was one report that said that one of the pilots on the 22 Raptor that shot down the one in the Yukon said it was metallic. Mm. Okay. About the size of a car, I think he said. The right? size of metallic? a small car. These the other ones the are the size of small cars. Right. Mm. Now, there's video of uh, Air Force F-18s off the coast of um, Virginia Beach like 10 years ago. And they keep describing these UAPs of cubes inside of beach balls. A transparent beach ball with a cube inside of it, floating. Hmm. These UAPs. And they, they, they don't shoot them down. They're just saying, well, we've got to watch out for them. They're in the airspace. They're always out there. Whenever they go out there and they do their workups, they're always out there. Hmm. Off the coast of uh, Virginia Beach. or there's a, there's Really? A, yeah. East, East Coast. Yeah. Hmm. And, and uh, Florida. Now the one that the the, the guy uh, the Tic Tac one that he saw was off the coast of San Diego, uh, down off the coast of Ensenada, actually out out in the ocean there. But I'll tell you what, 
they're finding these things now and they're shooting them down and they're shooting them down over water or they're shooting them down up in the tundra in the Yukon when there's nobody at. Yeah. I think we got something going on here, guys. I don't know. Hmm. It makes me crazy that they're not calling these stupid things balloons. So, okay, let's go theory then. What <laughs> what are they, Jack, if they're not balloons and if they're shooting them down and don't want us well, to, to know about them? Uh, what are they? Okay, are, the logical think, mind says, okay, China's, putting, China? up, China's yeah. putting up all these balloons. Technology? These different types of surveillance balloons for whatever mm-hmm. reason. You know, they, they want to test our defenses. They want to... They want to spy on our communications, you know, whatever it is, okay, um, for whatever purpose. You want to check our response times, okay, they can do all that. But the conspiracy theorist in me says, why aren't you calling these things balloons? Why are you calling them objects? Well, if it's not a balloon of some sort, you know, does it have independent power or does it have to float with the wind? How is it? Yeah. Yeah, how is you know, it driven? What is it driven? Steered or is whatever. Is it a Zeppelin that's got the motors on it? You know, maybe some electric motors that are yeah. solar powered? Because from what I understood, that big one that they shot down over, uh, that was over Montana for a couple of days before they before they shut it down over uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. that it had it had some steering capability. It, yeah, yeah, it was going where it wanted to. Right. So, I don't know. It's still a balloon. If, is a Zeppelin a balloon? Mm, yeah, I okay. guess. Okay. Yeah, sure. Call it a balloon. Yeah. Why are you calling it an object? <laughs> well, the the troubling part to me is that if it is China or Russia, I guess, but probably more likely China. I think uh, Russia's a little busy right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you never know, though. Yeah. They can do more. Than, they can multitask. I know. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> but uh, are there technologies out there, then, that they have that we don't? Because... Honestly, the the I believe the reason USSR didn't dominate and then the CPR, CRP, whatever, the Chinese haven't dominated. CCP. Yeah, whatever it is, uh, is because they don't have better technology than us yet. That we're able to stay even-ish with them so that any kind of, I mean, if they had technology that could jam all our missiles and make them so they wouldn't launch uh, I think China, China would do it, and they would be Look, world dominant. Here's a problem. You got that big balloon that's carrying that payload, uh, the first one, mm-hmm. of uh, the equivalent of, what, three buses? Yeah, big, okay. big Size-wise, yeah. yep. right? I, this scares me, okay? And if you can maneuver these things, you and you float these balloons, and you get them at 50,000, you know, 60, 80,000 feet, whatever that big one was. It was way up there, yeah. Right? You can put an EMP on those. And if you know what an EMP does Gen, at, at yeah. that altitude, kill all the electronics. It kills in all the electronics, and we are blind. Right. And we are. I'm sorry to say this. We're six months away from a lot of people starving to death because you knock out electricity, you knock out gasoline pumping stations, you knock out uh, transformers, you knock out uh, electronic communications, all our cell phones, all the internet, hmm. everything. You're, you just you just put the country back to 1950 hmm. in a minute. And, and we're not ready for that. Well. In 1950, they were ready for 1950 because that's all they had. But was now, farmers. Nothing was electronic. Yeah, now. Yeah. Now. We're not. Yeah. Hmm. You trying to scare us? Well, I mean, what? <laughs> if But the thing is, well, I don't know. I, I could come up. I could go off half cocked and, and, uh, and my imagination is pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, what would be the purpose of China crippling us that way? 
You know, that's an act of war, obviously. You you, you touch off a nuke at, uh, you know, and touch off an EMP-type nuke, which is what they're made to do. That's, that's you know, that's a shooting war. Now, they, yeah. they don't want to get in a shooting war with us. Why would no. they want to do that? We're their biggest customer. Good point. You know, all we've got to do, okay, if the world went to hell in a handbasket tomorrow and no, nobody could import or export anything in the world, country to country, the North American group, because us and Canada and Mexico basically are friends. Yeah. Right? We're not right. going to invade each other. Right. We're trading partners. We're, we're fine. We'll feed ourselves. We have everything we need to make and do everything we need right here. We figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, we've done it. China has to import all their food, not all, most of their food, all their energy. All we oh. got to do is park a, bar- a battle group in the Indian Ocean and prevent them oil tankers from coming out of the Gulf and going into China. You know, uh, hit a couple of their gas pipelines coming from Russia into China. They're done. So as big as China is, they don't have a They are a one of the most for... interdependent countries on the planet. Really? We are one of the least interdependent countries on the planet. Interesting. I didn't we know We grow that. all our own food. We export food. Mm-hmm. We have the most waterways, uh, navigable waterways, within our coastline as the rest of the world combined. When you look at the Mississippi River and all of the intercoastal waterways along the East Coast and the Gulf Coast, <clears throat> and it's 50 times cheaper to ship something by water than it is by rail. So we can move everything by water. We can get the food and the energy from where it's produced to the people to consume it, cheaper than anybody else on the planet. This is the promised land. Yeah. It really is. I agree. So I agree. why would they do that unless they want to invade? I found it. There you are, buddy. It is 946. This is the Jack theme song. So <laughs> we'll listen to it for a minute. Take a commercial break back with more after this. You know, you can listen to any of the old Andy Griffin shows, my show, anytime you want. Through the app, just click on On Demand. They're right there for you. Or if you're looking at 890kdxu.com, just click Listen. It'll give you two choices, Listen Live or On Demand. That's where you'll find all the podcasts of all my old shows dating back more than three years of Andy Griffin shows. Give it a try. It's the old Andy Griffin podcast shows right here on 890kdxu.com. And thank you so much for listening. Welcome back. In the background there, we've got uh, Information Society, What's On Your Mind is the name of the song. It is the theme song for Mr. Jack Lancaster, who is here with me today. I want to know. Good morning. Hi, Jack. Thanks for coming in today. Jack was showing me some uh, video footage from, uh, what would you call the club? Club Street, Club Scene in, in uh, Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. San Lucas yeah, last Friday night I took a 360 panorama of Cabo San Lucas. There were how many? Ten, ten different dance uh, clubs? Seven or eight, yeah. yeah they're, and they're clubs and they're their blasting music. in the street. At the, the music assaults you. It's and, an and, assault. And first of all, it's not... 
I, I, you kind of think of Mexico as little skinny streets with everything really close. To, these, this was a big, wide street with a, an, an island. It was in the an intersection. And, yeah, there was. Yeah. It was a big intersection, and it's downtown Cabo San Lucas on a Friday night, and it's it's crazy, man. It was loud. Yeah, that's the club section. If you go further down one of the streets, uh, you get more into the the uh, American biker. I mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, you've got you've got two different things. The club is where the younger people are, and then the and then the older section, or the places where the older people go, and and you have live bands playing classic rock. Oh, you know, well, so. that's good. We like classic. Yeah, rock. we spent an evening at Cabo Wabo, Sammy Hagar's uh, place, Cabo and, uh, yeah. and the band there was really good that night, and uh, so it was fun. It was a Very good time. Cool. Well, glad you made it back safe. Yeah, we did. Nobody e- EMP'd your airplane or anything? No, we didn't so. fly into any balloons either. I kept telling the pilot. <laughs> I told the pilot when we got on, I says, make sure you watch out for them Chinese balloons, man. And who well, knew on the way down, there was just one. On the way back, there was, uh, they'd shot down three more. Three more. So, yeah. And the di- one of the differences, the first one was 60-something, maybe 80,000, whatever, yeah. way up there. Yeah. The other three were in basically where airplanes are, yeah. 20,000 feet 20, or feet. so. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, the odds of an airplane actually hitting one of those are pretty low, but right. still, yeah, you know, that's right in the flight plan, yep. flight path of, of uh, those airplanes. Yeah. So scary stuff. Uh, you know, I haven't asked for phone calls, but to appreciate those that have uh, been uh, patient, have texted in questions at four three five four six seven five eight four two, And for those who have called six, seven, three, five, eight, nine, zero, we're going to go right to the phone line real quick. Hey, thanks for hanging on. You've been very patient. What's up? Hi guys. Hey. The balloon ship is kind of near and dear to my heart. Yeah. World War II, I love to read history about it. And your buddy touched on pretty much why we went to war with Japan. They had no resources, and we were starting to pinch them a little bit. Okay, a whole bunch with oil and supplies. And on that same subject, Japan was launching balloons in World War II, with firebomb making capabilities. Yeah. I remember hearing that. Yeah. yeah. So why do you think we get forest fires in California, you know? It makes you think a little bit. <laughs> uh, I think mm. it's lightning strikes and, and the fact that we don't have uh, good forest management because the Greens have taken over and they don't like uh, humans to manage the forest like they used to. Well, maybe we got some humans who are doing it for us and we don't know about it. Well, I'm sure so there's a lot of that. On the balloon, somebody mentioned, what happens if they have some... Like uh, anthrax and stuff. Yeah, or Bi- like biological that. warfare. Yeah, the hell out of me. Because here we are, you know, early defense warning doesn't alert us until they're halfway across the damn country, you know. And then, yeah, so much for right. early warning, right? Yeah, really. Thanks, yeah. guys. All right, thanks for calling. Um, and that, you know, you were talking about them shooting them down over kind of the Yukon and over a lake and over an ocean. Maybe that's one of their justifications for shooting them down in remote places in case they contain some kind of well. That's a, that, you know that's a very good reason. You don't want it to come down on somebody's head. Obviously, um, I don't have a problem with that. You know, waiting till it gets to a place where it's not going to hurt somebody. Does the, the, this kind of and maybe you don't know the answer to this? Maybe you do, but this I made me wonder. So they shoot balloons down or shoot whatever down over water. Uh, doesn't that make the the recovery of these things incredibly difficult? Like, couldn't they have shot it down over something, maybe some land somewhere where they could recover it better? 
I would have thought Montana would have been a good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> but apparently, I mean, you know, there's still enough people. And it, Joe, and the Joe Biden is, was saying, "Wow, land on a, on a, a schoolhouse in Montana." I'm like, I, you know, you I, I, from what I understand, Joe, <laughs> to give Biden credit, which is hard for me to do. Yeah. He said, shoot it down. And the general said, no, 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 we don't want it to land on somebody's head. These things are big. And it's yeah, 60,000, 70,000 feet up. You don't know where it's going to go. That's a lot of time to fall. Right. There, yeah, there's jet streams and wind. And, and there's winds. I mean, there's really not, you can't predict where that thing's going to land. But let's do some math here. The odds of it landing on anything but a, a cow or a buffalo in Montana are pretty low. I agree. But if it does, <laughs> then what? If it does. Yeah. Well, I know yeah. I know Biden's approval rating can't get any lower. So. Well, I I'll I'll you know if for, you're in your first blush you say yeah shoot it down yeah I mean come on, but then you think well is it going to hurt somebody if it kills somebody on the ground come on think about that you know like yeah you, yeah there would be a scandal but okay then why didn't we shoot it over Alaska which well, is even less populated than Montana they well they, I I think it you know the first one they're like what the hell right and yeah. I don't know. And then they lost track of it until it until it came over in Montana. Yeah. Well, lost track of it. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. People with But what are these things? The first yeah. one was a balloon. Yeah. The next three are objects. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't, I don't know. You could almost make me believe these objects are something from somewhere else. Well, and, and let me ask you this. Then uh, these objects... Uh, is it just we've started noticing now? Have they, has that it could been be, you know, all along? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, now we're looking. Now all of a sudden they're there, and they've always been there, but we weren't paying attention. Now we're paying attention. Would Had some photography buff, Skywatcher, not noticed the Chinese balloon, would we have even known about that one? Right, right. Exactly. And I guess by we, I mean, you would you would assume intelligence. So was that the first it. thing that somebody in Montana saw the thing first from the uh, some uh, civilian? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we got, that's we were like, it, what yeah. the heck? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow. They weren't going to tell us. Oh. Yeah. It, you know, it was one of those need-to-know basis, I guess. Well, no, and if you're the military, you don't, if you're NORAD, you don't, uh, you don't admit to any uh, lapses in uh, security. You don't do that. <laughs> it could cost somebody their job, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, again, uh, thank, thanks to Jack coming on. We only have about a, a minute and a half left. Um, biggest takeaway on this story and what we can expect in your mind in the future. With I this. think we're going to see a lot of these things for a while. Uh, they'll eventually recover uh, the ones that they shot mm. down. Like Lake Huron, I don't know if it's frozen over right now. If it is, it might be a little bit easier to recover. Of course, that might be pretty mm. sketchy, and they may want to wait for it to uh, to thaw out and then go recover it there. But um, they're eventually going to get the one in the Yukon, recover that one. Uh, I don't know if Alaska was over water or not. Um, I don't think so. But eventually they'll recover these things. We'll know more. We'll know about where they're from, uh, what their purposes were. Uh, right now we can only speculate. So, you know, uh, right now it feels like <clears throat> China is testing our air defense and our capabilities. And uh, that's something that uh, countries do when you're in a Cold War. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I don't like it, though. It is what it is. Yeah. Go have a burrito instead. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. Saturday morning, I was having breakfast on the beach. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. You poor guy. And then we had to say goodbye. He's Jack Lancaster. I'm Andy Griffin. Thanks for listening today. We've got a full week uh, scheduled uh, guest 
coming up for you, including Mayor Randall. We also have a week from today, Michelle Tanner on the show. Uh, We'll hear from McCray Hepler tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk to you then.